It's the morning KLH with Dave and Doreen. Good morning, Dave and Doreen, along with Marcus, the morning KLH. And don't forget, March 1st to March 8th, we'll be live in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, doing our show from the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, the whole morning KLH, along with John McGivern. And, and you, you can join us. Yeah, you can join us. This guy's going to join us. Dave Coombs, welcome to the broadcast. How you doing, Dave? Yeah, can't wait to go back again and looking forward to having that Mama Juana. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. you are. The story that we had this morning about Jimmy Hoffa. Could Jimmy Hoffa be buried in the shadow of AmFam Field? This is from the Journal Sentinel. An organization called the Case Breakers, which has dedicated itself to gathering new information on some of the country's biggest cold cases and other unsolved crimes, has zeroed in on an area that used to be County Stadium. It says it has information suggesting Jimmy Hoffa's body was moved to a site around third base at the Old County Stadium in September of 1995. So why would Jimmy Hoffa be in Milwaukee? The piece of evidence upon which they built this theory is a playing card left by somebody named Sergeant Harold Walters for his niece. This sounds like one of those convoluted... Anyway, according to the group's research, I know. Walters had been indicted for jewelry robbery. He became an associate of a Chicago mafia don. In 1996, a year before he died, he showed the ace of spades to his niece, who's a county deputy, Mm -hmm. and indicated that if something happens to me, you'll know what to do. On the card is written Jimmy Hoffa's name and and also the the, um, niece's name and uh, the mafia don's name, and it says third base Milwaukee ballpark, 91695. So they used aerial photographs and GPS satellite imaging to find exactly where third base was located, trying to figure out if Jimmy Hoffa is indeed buried where third base was at the Old County Stadium. <laughs> There's an organization called Case Breakers, and they've built this whole case around the fact that there was a mafia don, and anyway, this convoluted story. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is they used aerial photography and GPS satellite imaging to find exactly where third base was located within five feet. They came here to Milwaukee one month ago today with a canine cadaver-seeking dog named Moxie who has a reputation for locating bodies. Moxie apparently barked and nosed her way into four, quote, hits at the stadium's old Uh third base location. Huh. Now, it's unclear, according to the Journal Sentinel, whether the Brewers are going to tear things up. The FBI and the Brewers did not return requests for information, but um, perhaps the biggest scandal, they write is that it appears the home plate isn't exactly where... They have a commemorative marker inside Hellfair Field, the the Little League field built inside AmFam Field's parking lot, and that marker says this is where home plate stood. And instead, with using GPS and whatnot, they've located an area on the walkway outside the gates of Hellfair where the home plate actually was. I'm guessing that Milwaukee County, the FBI, the Milwaukee Brewers are all just going to go, okay, mm-hmm. we're not moving the sign. We're not right. digging anything up. Like right. we need more than Moxie's barking. Yeah, I totally agree with to you. To indicate that this could be where Hoffa is. But Think you know, the money. I am telling you to remember that you heard this right oh, now yeah. because this will <laughs> end up on one of those shows. Oh, of course it will. Unsolved mysteries or whatever. Well, remember when Geraldo went and, you know. And there was nothing in the vault or <laughs> there whatever. Was nothing there. Yeah, Let's there was 
There was nothing there. I just don't think that this has got enough. No, it doesn't. There's, not, to, no, there's not enough to it. Yeah, I'm not buying it, Jim. No, Jimmy Hoffa. Maybe Lou Burdett is buried. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think old Lou is George probably... Bamberger. Yeah. 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 Third base, it's Eddie Matthews. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Matthews. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Eddie Matthews. Perfect. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yep. So what else is going on today, Dave Coombs? There were some incidents. I know you guys talked about the DoorDash incident right. earlier. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or the, you yeah. got a tip or, now. Pre-tip, yeah, or yeah. you won't get your... Oh, gotta, you talking about the urine thing? There's two of them. Yeah. So that was the DoorDash one about pre-tipping or you'll get your food on time. But yeah, the Grubhub guy who <laughs> delivered urine instead of a milkshake. How do you do that? How does that even right. happen? I don't know. Well, first of all, one is cold and one is not. Like, mm-hmm. that should be your first clue. And second of all, yeah. on purpose, right? Like... Mm-hmm. You would think it was on purpose. Uh, I'm going to play this clip. A Grubhub driver in Utah mistakenly delivering a cup of urine instead of a milkshake to a customer who ordered fries and a milkshake from Chick-fil-A, which I think I'm going to have for lunch today. Oh, the, yeah. The yeah, milkshake. Yeah, yeah, the milkshake <laughs> and the fries, not the other thing. Uh, customer Caleb Woods talking with the driver and explaining how the company decided to give him his refund. Did you confuse the cups? Because, like, yeah. dude, this is, it's, a, it's half full of pee. Refunded a portion of the order. I think, I think it costs, like, 25 bucks. And they refunded 18 bucks. The actual cost of the food, they didn't refund like the delivery fee or the tip. Unbelievable. Wow. You mm-hmm. know what? I am picking up my own food mm-hmm. from now on yeah. forever. Yep. And that's just all there is to it. You don't have to worry about tipping me. And I will guarantee you, I will not mistake my milkshake I think for we're, my urine. We're all suffering tip fatigue at this I, point. We are. I'm yeah. to the point yep. where I just feel like I'm never going to see you again. I'm not tipping you. Like, depending on where it is. Like, I bought a bottle of water at the airport. It was already $6 mm-hmm. for a bottle of water. And then they spin the thing around and say... I'm not tipping you. Yeah. I, it was a self-serve thing. I grabbed my own bottle of water. Oh, my God. Like, what? You know? Yeah. It's just gotten out of hand. It has. God forbid. And what's worse, delivering urine instead of a milkshake or delivering fake ashes? Did you see that story? Oh, my God. Yes. I cannot believe this. What kind of low-life funeral home, and isn't it, the person said it's, they thought, this is in Colorado, mm-hmm. they thought they got, instead of their mom's ashes, they got quick creeped. Yes. What are they doing with the bodies that they're actually supposed to be cremating? Saving costs, Doreen, saving costs. And doing what with them, though? That's, yeah, how mm, is, you know? It's sick. I'm going to play this, too. Okay, so this is, um, her name is... Tanya Wilson, the name of the funeral home, Return to Nature. And she talks about how she believes she was never given her loved one's ashes. Everything kind of points to the idea that our mother was never actually cremated. And the ashes that we were given are either someone else's or not even human remains at all. And someone else told me that they look like like quick crate. One little dropper of water and mix them up and the reaction, it looked very, very similar and a little pasty consistency and everything. And then when it dried, it dried into little tiny little rocks. And then they buried it at Hell Fairfield. <laughs> <laughs> and now Moxie thinks it's Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, maybe. That could be very well. That could be it the case. It all comes full circle. It, it all does. comes full circle. All yep. right, mm-hmm. Dave, we'll let you get ready for the midday show. Thanks for the time today. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.